three, two, one. The national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. It goes. Touchdown Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Greg Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou and Coach Mike Lyles. And, uh, fellas, it's Monday, July 24th. And I would say, uh, I don't know what it is, but I already kind of smell footballs in the air. I already have. What kind of smell? I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, oh, I already, yeah. don't you? Oh, I mean, it's there's. In the nose for sure. Yeah, it's there. It's I mean, there. the talk is there. the 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 chirping has has started to pick up. Uh, we had the the Open, uh, the British Open this past weekend. American uh, Brian Harmon won that. Thirty six year old from Savannah, Georgia. Congratulations to him. USA. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I just uh, you know I just I, I don't know. Every it seems like every every time I I check my phone or look on a sports uh, information some type of uh, Yahoo or ESPN or CBS or whatever it is um, you know there's just more and more talk about football yeah well we had a, and that makes me happy oh yeah we had a, we had a group chat go out uh, this weekend uh, just amongst the coaches and, and that I work with and it was kind of like guys starting this week every Friday from here till the end of November We've got something going. Right. The season is here. <laughs> it's either a scrimmage or a game or, or you know, scouting trip or something like that. But from here to Okay, November. now here in here in Tennessee, the foot the high school teams, Big Lou, their schedules start. I mean officially first when, game's August eighteenth. For the Central. Fir- for uh, Columbia yeah, Central High School, the Marshall first County regular home. season game. And and now, is, is, is that the Jamboree or is that a game game? That's the first game against Marshall that's County. Game, that they, the, okay. Jamboree is the week before. It's the 11th. And then there's also, doesn't the TWSAA actually start the season on the 11th with some, some teams playing week zero, what they call week zero? I think so. So less than, so. Three, less than three weeks. In yeah. less than three weeks. We're ramping it up, baby. Right. And then when you get into that, that's going to start flying by. Then yes. college is going to start. Then NFL is going to start. Right, right, awesome. right. I knew I smelled something. That's I right. I just couldn't quite put my finger on what exactly it was. Football time in Tennessee. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, Brian Harmon, which is not really a household name. Uh, he's been uh, a professional golfer for many years. Uh, his uh, – well, he – this past weekend, he he won the, got his name engraved on the claret jug, um, and he won was the winner of the the Open or the British what is known as the British Open. He's a thirty six year old native of, uh, native of Savannah, Georgia, and um, he was a six stroke winner. I mean, he I mean he it was kind of a secretariat type butt whooping uh as far as as golf goes he won by six strokes over 
John Rom, Tom Kim, Sepp Straka, which has to come out as one of the oddest names I think I've ever heard in my life. Um, Got to have pronunciation guys. And Jason Day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Sepp Straka, I was sitting there with my wife. I said, Does that, do you think that's right? She said, I guess it is. They put it up on the, on the screen as that. But Sepp, S-E-P-P, Straka, and I don't know. Um, really, where's he from? I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm not sure. Uh, well, but now, at, at some point um, during the tournament, uh, Brian Harmon was getting some heckling from uh, the local fans there. Now, whether it was tongue in cheek or whether it was for real, I, you know, uh, you know the the Eng the Brits are are known for turning up some pints of uh, their favorite ale or whatever they're whatever the deal is, but Tommy Fleetwood, who is British uh, and, a, and a pro golfer on the PGA Tour, uh, was right there in contention with Brian Harmon. And uh, Fleetwood is from the area where they play, where the golf tournament was held. And, uh, of course, uh, the locals there were cheering for Tommy Fleetwood and they were giving Brian Harmon um, what we would call down the road. Uh, they were giving him a pretty hard time heckling him. And Brian, you know, they I assume uh, whatever whatever it was they were doing as far as whatever they were saying um, didn't Brian didn't didn't bug Harmon too bad or too much because Harmon said, you know, look, they asked him about it. He said. Tommy Fleetwood and I are friends. You know, we're, we're buddies. We're, we're not – we don't dislike each other. We're not enemies. We, You know, we're, we're friends. Uh, we're, we're competitors, and we just happen to be the two closest to each other leading the tournament, and the local guys wanted to cheer their guy on and, and not cheer me on. So he took it with uh, a grain of salt. And, and he blew uh, the whole tournament out of the water, yeah. so – that's oh, yeah. Thing. It didn't make any difference. Our crack research team here found out Sepp Straka is an Austrian. Is an Austrian. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, there you go. So uh, that, that – uh, Just like the Von Trapp. Requiring wine. Just like the Von Trapp family, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Edelweiss and, uh, you know, all that stuff. Okay. Um, now, my question is this. Um, Martin – now, let me go back here a little bit. Martin Slumbers, the CEO uh, of the RNA, which is England's equivalent to the <clears throat> United States Golf Association, uh, said the world of sport has changed dramatically in the last 12 months. It is not feasible for the RNA or golf to just ignore what is the societal change on a global basis. We – Quote, Slumbers said, we will be considering within all the parameters that we look at all the options that we have. And he's referring to the injection of Saudi money and live golf into the worldwide scene of golf. Now, my question is this. I'm not a big fan of the Saudis getting in the golf business. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't consider, I don't consider them coming in and throwing our hard-earned money that we pay them for their oil to buy to buy into the PGA or or any other professional uh, professional sports. What if they were to buy into Major League Baseball? 
I mean, what's next? My deal is I think some of golf has lost its luster. I'm sorry. It's it, I'm not I don't I don't I don't really in the old days when my father was still alive, he would we would cut on Sunday afternoons, we would cut on the golf golf to see see how they're finishing, who's making the big money, if there's any close um close tournaments or possible playoff situations on late Sunday afternoons. Now I could care less. And maybe it's just me. Or do you think other people are starting to feel that way? I don't know. I just I just don't feel like the PGA should have bowed out as quick as they bowed out. And and I think they should have fought a little harder to preserve what is theirs and what they've built over decades and decades instead of instead of caving and it sounds like to me taking a bunch of Saudi money. Well, I don't know if that this has got any relation, but I know for my generation it's not very popular at all. Um, you know, I watched the tournament yesterday, but that's probably the first tournament I've watched in a year uh, with Harmon winning just because I turned it on at the last second. Um, and at the same time, I've got a couple friends that, you know, play themselves sometimes, but it's just not very popular amongst my generation yeah. and younger generation than me even uh, as well. So, and do you yeah. do you feel golf yeah. golf in general is not not no. not or, or or now that the Saudis have come in, it, it, or or does that make really any difference? No, it, I, you don't I mean, think it makes any difference. You yeah. just don't think golf. Is, it's just never been a popular thing for my generation. Okay, yeah, it's it's come into a situation though that you know the common man really can't play in a competitive situation uh green fees are so high now i mean it's 50 60 dollars to get on to you know to play one round at a decent course if you get under that then the course is <laughs> subpar a goat or, ranch. Yeah, something like that <clears throat> uh, you know so so the impression and the impression has been for a long time that it's a rich man's game sure and it's you know and it's run by tradition you know, there were so many traditions, and there were so many unwritten rules. Gentleman's you, game. You gentleman's know, you cheated golf. And, you cheated golf. You're cheating yourself. Yeah, and, you know. You know. So I mean, that's it. That's, didn't it? Didn't resonate with the the the, the young and up and coming crowd and, and and stuff like that. The cheering. You know, you didn't cheer at a golf course. You softly clapped, and and, and you know, yeah. of course they they had the sign. You know, you used to have signs if you pay attention to the Alner Palmer and stuff like that. They even had guys that, with signs that would stand up and, you know. Everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. You know, and I mean, so you stay quiet. And now they've got you know what they call stadium golf, where you know the 18th hole is surrounded by a bunch of bleachers and people are just going nuts, drinking and, you know, and throwing yeah, beers. You know, and, and, you know and, and, and that's become the the popular the, the tournaments to play in and to go watch. And golf is kind of looking around, and then here comes this infusion of Saudi money. That I'm sorry. The Saudis have been well known for jumping in, throwing a whole bunch of money until they get bored. And right. then they decide they want to go on something else, and they just abandon that and go on to something else, and sure. whatever whatever they were supporting gets left in the lurch. You know, I, I saw the live golf being very dangerously close to that kind of idea that hey, here's an idea we can get all these big golfers, and we throw a whole bunch of money at it. It got them around, and then okay, yeah, well, you know, that's fun. You know, okay, it was fun for a while, but now, and then they start looking, and the PGA's looking, going, they can't compete with this. They don't have the money. Yep. They just don't have the money or the backing right now. Like you said, it's not – they're not getting the younger crowd. Yeah, I mean – You know, my generation more is – it's fun to play. I 
I dearly love to play. I can't afford to play. Yeah. But I dearly love to play it. But man, I you know, watching it's like watching paint dry. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, yes. I, I have a great time when I have played yep. in the past, and you know, gone on a course here in Columbia. The couple that I yeah. have been on, um, I love Happy but, Gilmore, but I, <laughs> but I can't afford to go every weekend. Right. But I'm afraid right, even right, his right. generation now, it's not even fun to play. Oh, that's to I, them. And, and so I enjoy it. You know, they, it, it's losing ground well, in that regard, and they need they needed to do something. Now, they need to do something to pump it up. I think this uh, the, the international play where they they there is cheering allowed. And the players do get all cranked up, and you know T- Tiger Wood. That's one reason why Tiger was such a popular golfer. He showed emotion. No. He got cranked up when he started beating everybody's head in. <laughs> well, uh, and, other than the fa- and, and, and not only the fact that he was a tremendous, tremendous golfer. Oh yeah, uh, you know was excelled uh, yeah. generational excelled talent. excelled way above others but he also, in the sport. But he also showed that emotion of. Yeah, I beat you. You know, I, I won. I, you know, he celebrated his wins, and it was almost, you know, when he'd pumped that fist, it was like I'm pumping the fist at everybody else that's in this tournament. I just, you know, and, and people kind of identified with that. Again, it was it was that here's somebody that actually has some emotions that's good. Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's just, it's you know, it's so hard for me to imagine. Um, and, and I'm an outsider. I don't know much how the inner workings of professional golf go. But you've got the four golf majors, which uh, command tremendous viewership. Uh, I mean, think about the Masters worldwide. You know, those guys are – those four majors, uh, they all are the intertwined with the PGA and the British RNA and uh, – what is the other one, the DP or whatever that is, which is the European, I think, tour. So, you know, there's there's all this combination. Well, there's work. the USGA as well. Okay, right. So, okay. you know, so they have their own big tournament. Okay, so and so what I'm getting at is with all these entities working together and having these four majors and then among others having other, other corporate-sponsored tournaments. And, you know, you're not going to have the John Deere Classic without John Deere kicking in millions and millions of dollars to the PGA, the purse money, whatever the the deal is. And then, and then, and then the TV rights are sold off. So what I'm saying, either there was some absolute money grab going on there at the PGA for decades, and they just took, you know, eventually, eventually that cookie jar runs runs out of cookies, right? Eventually, the kids you have too many kids in the house digging in the cookie jar. By that, between lunch well, and dinner, by the time you get to dinner, that cookie jar is going to be empty. No, well, here's their problem. Is that no? None of the kids were actually getting into the or contributing back to the jar. You know, for decades, you know, you always had this next generation, the next generation, the next generation, and now you've got this next generation's getting really, really small. Well, and really, really thin. You know, and you, don't you know, is, is that is that is that is that society's fault here in the United States? Is it is it is it is it communities and golf and property within with within uh, municipal areas making golf less and less accessible? Accessible, yeah, to only though to to underprivileged or 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 just is golf just for the rich? Let's yeah. just let's just put it out. Oh, there. that's that's the image. It is. It's the retired person. It's the retired guys. 
rich, you know, the rich retired guys, you know, he goes off to a golf resort and he spends his sure, I get, vacation. But, but, but the young ones but coming the young up, guys, the young ones coming up, they, they don't have, have that money. They have to grow up on a yeah. golf, on a, on a country, on a country club somewhere. I mean, yeah. does, does, does well, the next Tiger Wood have to come from a country club upbringing in order? I mean, hey, just real quick before we go to break yeah. right here, uh, yeah. staying on the Saudi Arabia subject, this is going over to soccer. Uh, Kylian Mbappe, y'all yeah, know who that the, is. The, big the star. French, the French, he played yeah. for the French team. He just got offered by the Saudis $1.1 billion for one year of play. See that's you know that's what insane that's, money that's, that's ridiculous and that should and 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 I understand you look you know I, I get it it's you know get as much as you can you know, go for whatever the deal is I get it but I mean good God man seven hundred seventy six million guaranteed for one year that's Isn't that crazy that's crazy and I, I just I, I just think it's so sad that the the PGA USGA the PGA just caved as quick as they did well, to when you're facing those kind of money you know, that kind of money competition you know no, who who around here has that what organization around here has that kind of money to throw at one know, person to throw at one, one person and and again this is also a government entity in Saudi Arabia isn't it yeah, it's a, it's they're, considered they're, a, a fund, yeah, a, a so, Saudi Arabian so, fund. You know, that's that's one of the things that you know we're we're a free enterprise group that. Uh, you know, but but you, you got to make your own. You got to make really, your own money. The government's not going to help you really, out of this one. You, you know? could look at it as you you could look probably look at it as you as Saudi tax money. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay, we're up against our first break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake for Big Lou. Coach Mike, give us four or five minutes. We'll be right back. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad black. Got the bushes black to match. Is this the year to get a John Deere compact tractor from TriGreen? Well, you know they're tried and true machines that are built to last. Now's the time to get a compact tractor with 0% for 84-month financing with no money down. When you get a 3025E with a loader for $280 a month, that's a price that just won't last long. We also have a 1025R tractor starting at $231 per month or choose $1,500 cash discount. Either one can make your year. Visit TriGreenEquipment.com to learn more. Offerings July 31, 2023. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Gypsy Kings featuring Donino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back in and thank you for joining us on the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. Joined in the studio by Big Lou Maddox and Coach Mike Lyles. And, fellas, we're going to see some old throwback oiler powder blue jerseys in Nashville this year. Talk about getting Lou, Lou Maddox riled up. I'm telling you what. Now, I, I, I for, and again, of course, you old schoolers like myself will remember those, those beautiful powder blue oiler jerseys. Um, 
with white numbers trimmed in red, uh, and then the two red stripes across from the forehead to the back of the white helmet with the blue stripe running in the middle. As uh, yesterday, Kevin Byard, uh, El Tractorcito, that's, that's what our Spanish friends call uh, Derek Henry, is El Tractorcito, which is Spanish for tractor. That's what he is. Yeah. There you go. So uh, El Tractorcito and uh, Big Big Jeff Simmons. And who else was the – Old Tannehill and Kevin Byard. Yeah. Was Tannehill? Okay, Tannehill was there too. And they sported the new – they sported – well, not the new, but the, what is called the throwback jerseys. Um, and it's really unclear when the Titans will don the, the, the throwback jerseys. Two games this season, though. It will mark the franchise's first regular season home game playing in the powder blue jerseys since moving to Tennessee. Uh, the Oilers didn't wear the jerseys at home games when they first moved to the state in 1997 and instead opting to play in all white at home in 1997. Um, and that was at Vanderbilt. I, I thought they were in Memphis and then Vandy and yeah. then yep. was that right? Yeah. So so they Tennessee Oilers. Okay. For two years. Um, before let's see, they played in all white jerseys before they relocated from Memphis to Nashville, and then permanently and changed permanently stayed in Nashville right. and changed their name. Um, so. You know, all right, bring it on. We need, we need, let's do a little, let's do a little something to change things up. You know what I mean? And they, sometimes, yeah. sometimes you got to do things. Sometimes you got to do things a little differently in order to get a different result. You know what I mean? And we saw them wear wear them a couple times in '09. I'm pretty sure I was like yeah. five years old, and they had the powder blue helmets. It was from a different time, I think earlier. Than, earlier, yeah. Because these yeah. are the exact replicas of '81 to '98 when they transition to be the Tennessee Titans from the Tennessee Oilers. So it's like yes. I always remember those uniforms being you know those are good looking uniforms. I wish the team matched them. <laughs> yeah. You, you always you you kind of wish that the team would match the uniforms because those were good looking uniforms. Yeah. And uh they just never did quite measure up to to that. So but uh speaking of yesteryear and and, and uh your don't your go, Spanish reference. Now look Mike, don't go far too far back. <laughs> But go ahead, go and ahead. Your, in your Spanish reference to yeah. you know, what they call Derrick Henry, the Gypsy Kings. Oh, uh, they're group. terrific. Yeah, Gypsy Kings are returning to Nashville for a trip down memory lane. Uh, Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits at T-Pac Andrew Jackson Hall for you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night on Saturday, November 4th. Mark your calendars. Saturday. It's a Saturday no- night, so there's no reason. Hey, you can take, take Honey out and go see the Gypsy Kings on Saturday night. Grab a babysitter. It's not middle of the week or anything. Be a yeah. romantic evening. And then, uh, but, mariachi music. But there some you of you, you know, you've, you've kind of, you, you think the name or something like that. Gypsy Kings will be performing all of their greatest hits. Bombaleo, Volari, and more. Check these out on YouTube. If you've, you've definitely heard them, you just don't, probably don't recognize okay. the name of them. Just a really unique guitar style. Uh, very, very, uh, very intricate there. This will be a great night of live music with a group of talented musicians. A real trip down memory lane again. Tickets and details are available at TaninoBayardo.com, a loud and live production. Uh, visit this uh, this website, TaninoBayardo.com, and then also stay tuned here to 101.7 for information. Uh, a little bit closer to the show, we're going to be giving out information for free tickets. we got about 30 tickets that are going to be given out through the station, uh, but you got to pay it. Uh, you you got to 
tune in later and we'll have more details on that. But remember, mark your calendars. Saturday, November 4th, the Gypsy Kings are coming to Nashville. Okay. Thank you for that, Mike. And uh, the one of the biggest offseason acquisitions had a little had a little hitch in their giddy up uh, during training camp last week. The Lions, Detroit Lions reported their newly acquired defensive back from the Philadelphia Eagles, CJ Gardner Johnson was carted off the field with a non-contact injury. And oh, anybody man. knows that a non-contact injury and you're carted off the field and you you can't put any weight at all on that leg. The three worst letters in football. We or will see him. MCL, ACL. ACL. We will see him in 2024. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to that man. He's done. Well, according to multiple reports, <clears throat> Gardner Johnson injured his right leg during light drills Monday and had to be carted off the field when he wasn't able to put any weight on it. Probably a turf um, practice field. An uh, indoor facility. The injury was considered non-contact. Yeah. Now, uh, CJGJ, uh, Gardner Johnson, 26 years old, signed a one-year, $8 million deal with the Lions in March. After helping the 2022 uh, Philadelphia Eagles make it all the way to the Super Bowl, only to lose to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, get this. Uh, Gardner Johnson pulled in six interceptions last season, tied for NFL lead, and had a five-game interception streak going. Uh, and that's even more impressive when you think about that he missed five games during the season due to a lacerated kidney. Whoa. Mm. A lacerated kidney. Yeah, that's How do you, a, that's, coach, that's – He was their number one corner last yep. year. Yeah. Philadelphia. To lacerate a kidney, you got it. that's a pretty big hit now, behind you on the backside of you. Uh, the Lions with defense, a major issue for the Lions, what they wanted to fix from last year. Um, brought in Gardner Johnson to take away their newly revamped secondary to, to take their newly revamped secondary to another level. Uh, he was expected to star as their top nickelback this season. And he might do that. Uh, and they are saying that the injury might not be as, as serious as it first seemed. And so they said there is optimism. Uh, Tom Pelissero uh, wrote, tweeted that uh, there's optimism that Gardner Johnson's knee injury is not serious, and more tests are, are coming. So, but Maybe coach, they're just trying to be coach, cautious. They yeah, don't have to see what the MRI says. Both yeah. you guys know from the way that sounded there, the way it was written up, it did not sound good. No, it doesn't sound good. But again, as Lou intoned there, that they they are they are so more uh, so more cautious nowadays. With uh, injuries and their their initial their, their their first response to those injuries, that they're going to make sure and to to their credit, a lot of times because they're so careful at the at the initial phase of an injury, uh, a lot of times it does shorten the recovery time. It right. may, he may have been just a strained a strained ligament instead of a torn or something like that, but uh, usually. When they say non-contact and they carted him off the field, uh, nine times out of ten, that's that's that ACL, uh, at the very least an MCL, uh, medial collateral instead of an anterior collateral. Uh, it's still a pretty 
And it's still, it still ain't setup. good. It's still ain't good. good news, right? Not for the Lions, unless especially in preseason when you're trying to establish your, your team. Who else? I tell you, who else that got some bad news, and you, and of course, Indianapolis Colts fans know this name. Fantasy league guys know this name, and and but running back Naheem Hines, who is now with the Buffalo Bills. Had two kickoff returns in one game last year after the DeMar Hamlin. Well, he's going to miss the entire 2023 season. Oh, man. Uh, He just suffered a knee injury in a jet skiing accident. Uh, Buffalo – That drives the GM crazy. According to Tom (laughs) Palacetto, Buffalo Bills running back Naeem Hines is expected to miss the 2023 season, the entire season, due to a significant knee injury. Um, according to Pelissero, Hines was injured in a jet ski accident when another rider ran into the stationary jet ski Hines was sitting on. Mm. Um, so he's just you know just sitting there minding his own business, and another jet ski comes in. He must have. He must have. I, don't know. I, I wonder how. Flying. I wonder how significant it was. I, that sounds like something that could possibly be like a career-ending type thing. Uh, this is just a brutal turn of events for the 26-year-old Hines. Um, he was traded from the Indianapolis Colts to the Bills in the middle of last season and took a pay cut to stay in Buffalo when the Bills restructured his contract. Um, of course, now the Bills have James Cook running back out of Georgia who who Dallas started who, start, who started to run a little stronger at the end of last mm-hmm. year. Oh, he turned and it little, on. And a little bit more confident. You know what I mean? The, he turned it on big time. The last, I would say, third of the season is yeah. kind of when when I started really started like paying attention to him. Yeah, before we get too far along, those of you that are kind of wondering if your radio is going nuts, uh, you're, you're hearing a buzzing in the background. Yeah. We're still remodeling. It's progress. That's, the sound, progress. Of, uh, that's just, the sound of progress. We just apologize. Kind of, kind of, we ask you to put up with us on this you know, for the next few weeks. Few more we're weeks. going to have these in and out and we've got episodes like this happening, but and, but, but we are getting better. We are getting, uh, you know, getting better set up here. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, like the stores usually say, pardon our dust, pardon our noise. Uh, yeah, we're, we're making we're, we're making, making room yeah, for progress. That's right. You so, know. but I just wanted to make sure because old South charm. I'm sure I'm sure that was coming through on our mic on our microphone. That's Columbia, Tennessee's motto: Old South charm, New South progress. Yeah, there we go. So the dimple of the universe. And I'll tell you what. We'll tell you what. I can't tell you exactly what it is, but we got it. We're approaching our one-year anniversary here on Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Really? Yes. Oh, and okay. uh, sense, yeah. along with that, we're going to make a huge announcement about programming uh, probably within the next couple of weeks. So stand by. You guys just stand by out there listening. You're going to love it. I know this signal is coming in nice and strong and beautiful on your radio or streaming or whatever the deal is. But there's going to be something else coming in nice and strong and beautiful pretty soon. And, and you, you all are going, are going to be, love it. You're going to be yes. tickled to death. We can't talk, tell you what it is right now, but give us a couple of weeks. Other, other than to say we are giddy with excitement, we're just, we, we can't wait to talk we, about we it. We really are. <laughs> we're tickled to death about it. Now, um, as we said, Mr. Hines is gone uh, for the for the Bills. But, you know, the Bills did pick up Damian Harris, running back out of Alabama, Um with New England for a period of time. That's right. And now he's he's with the Bills. Uh, they have the uh, rookie last year, James Cook. I believe – wasn't he a rookie last year? I think so, yeah. James Cook out of Georgia. So I didn't they've know got, he was from Georgia. 
Yeah, and he's uh, Dalvin's little brother, right? Yes. Okay, and Dalvin started da- the run. Dalvin's like him last out year. there. His Dalvin's uh-huh. out there is a free agent. Yep. So I think he's bouncing around looking for a home. And uh, the Bills also have uh, journeyman Latavius Murray, who's been to a lot of teams, but for the most part, whenever Murray has been shown up somewhere, he's done uh, what's asked of him, and that is kind of role play a little bit and get a few hard uh, hard yards when they need it. So. Uh, we wish – we're sorry about Mr. Hines. We wish that he was uh, – that's just a tragic freak accident. You know, these these football players in the offseason, uh, I mean, I know they, they, they get to get out and have fun and, and do certain things. Remember when Roethlisberger had his motorcycle wreck? I mean, I know these guys want to get out and enjoy the summer. But as you get closer to the season, you got to be more and more careful about where you are and what you're doing, doing. and the people and the people around res- you, because you have a responsibility to these people that are paying these huge paychecks to you. That's right, and your and, and your family and your and family, because you, you know, are the breadwinner. You know, you're, that's right. You're, your you're knees, the breadwinner in this your situation. Your knees are your livelihood. So, you know, it sounds even worse though that he was sitting there. He he wasn't doing something. He was sitting there tragically, and some, and tragically got hit just know. just like someone that, sitting at a sitting at a stoplight on their yeah. motorcycle and just losing their life instantly from not doing anything. Yeah, so. that's a gut punch. That really is. Okay, we are up against our second break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. It is Monday, July twenty fourth, and uh, we're, it's it's good to yes. yeah. yeah. That's really a good, good day. day, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Give us a couple of minutes. We'll be right back. Good night. That's gonna be a good, good night. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio WKOM one hundred one point seven, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Perchowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. It is Monday, July 24th. I'm Drake in the studio with Big Lou and Coach Mike. 
And uh, it's a final segment, by the way, Drake. If you okay, yeah. don't let me just. You know, I just, I just have so much fun doing this with you guys. I, I just lose track and uh, time flies uh, time. when you have great re- time. It really, it really is. Time flies when you get to be my age and, and don't know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, one of those moments, huh? All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go over some pay scales in the NFL, and um, according to Yahoo Sports, and as of when this was came out, this came out May fourth, so it's a little bit old. And there might have been, but I don't I don't see many things changing. They haven't. Okay, uh, the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, Jalen Hurts. Yep. Okay. Fifty-one million dollars. Well, th- that is old. Lamar broke that like three weeks after okay. he got his. So okay. There you go. It's like fifty-two though. Same. Okay. Same so range. so Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, two top fifty-one, fifty. And you know what? For Lamar not having an agent, he didn't do too bad, did he? It took him a while, I mean, but you know, he got it. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean a if, if you're Lamar, deal. you just pretty much say, okay, uh, Jalen just got fifty-one. He won I mean, the MVP. I, he, he absolutely. He didn't lead the league in rushing as a quarterback that's, one year. That's right. So you know, hey, if Jalen over there is getting fifty-one, how about me? Just just give me fifty-two, and I'll be happy. And I don't need and I don't need to give my agent ten percent of that. Yeah, and there's there's bragging rights to having the highest salary. Yeah, in the league. You know, oh yeah. Regardless if it's one dollar or you know a million dollars or something. Now defensive lineman. Aaron Donald for the Los Angeles Ram. He's pulling in almost $32 million a year, 31.7. It's deserved. The highest paid wide receiver. It's Tyreek Hill. That's correct. 30? $30 million a year. He said this year he's going to get 2,000 yards uh, receiving. He almost did it last year. And Missed um, a couple of games, so we'll see. So, uh, And do you know – let me go down here. Highest paid running in contrast, Tyreek Hill makes thirty million a year. The highest paid running back, CMC, CMC, sixteen. Christian McCaffrey makes sixteen million dollars a year for the San Francisco Forty ers About half of what Tyreek Hill makes as a wide receiver, and we and we've talked about this, but we're going to go over it one more time. The NFL and the owners of the the owners in the NFL put their money in their quarterbacks. Their main roster infusion of cash is in their quarterbacks. And obviously, who do the quarterbacks throw the ball to? That's their wide receivers. Therefore, now in the old days, and I'm talking about old days being, what, Mike, 15, 20 years ago maybe? Maybe not even that far back. The running backs were the were the go to guys. Yeah. yeah, that's what they they concentrated on and and, and gave. They're winning MVPs. You gave most Peterson's. of the franchise yeah. money too was was their running backs. Now uh, things has, have changed. It's shifted over to the wide receivers, and the reason is is because the wide receivers are not as interchangeable and. They don't come along, the, the special, special wide receivers with their skill set, speed, hands, well, it's, uh, ability, it's, ability to run proper routes. And, yeah. and if you're not the Tennessee it, Titans, it's a, it's a pass-heavy league. Yeah. Well, sure. And sure. It's, it, it's, all running the, it's, it's running the market of, of any free agent – or not free agent, but any free market out there. You know, 
for years, the running backs were the top paid guys on the team. So everybody wanted to be a running back. And so now there's a glut. There's a whole bunch of running backs that are really, really good out there. And they're, so there's more running backs than there, than positions available. Sure. And so, you know, the, the price can go down because of, you know, again, market and you know, these market value of a, of a running back. Well, hey, I can, you know, I can I can pay three guys to do what Derrick Henry's doing for me. You know, I can go pick up somebody can, from you know and, Kent State and replace you, and well, do this and, and get right. the same thing accomplished because then that gives me more money to go get these more specialized guys that are more expensive sure. quarterbacks, receivers. I you know. So my question is like this: what, so, my question is this, Coach? What about a university like, let's say Michigan? Let's let's take mm-hmm. let's look at the Big Ten for a little bit. Let's look at Corum. Who is uh, my, a dark horse uh, running back for the uh, Wolverines that I, I kind of like for the Heisman? One of my dark horses for the Heisman this year. But from what I've seen out of Michigan and what I watched last year, you know that they, they I, I can't remember I can't remember him seeing him catch a pass. You know he's a terrific a terrific running back for Michigan, and you Michigan fans know who I'm talking about. But Corum, I didn't see him catch, and I'm sure he did. But I didn't see him catch a pass, out, and I watched a few Michigan games last year. He didn't watch it. He didn't catch a whole lot out of the back. Okay, so ultimately, that's going to hurt him oh, moving gonna, to the moving yeah. to the league. Yeah, it's going to hurt him a lot. Right? I mean, it, uh, it, he's going to have to develop the the league is shifting to a hybrid back. You know, it, it, there's a and it's not going to happen overnight, but it, but it's already you can see it happening to. They're they're looking more and more for those backs who can run tailback and be that hard nosed runner and stuff. But he can also run out to the slot and line out a little bit wider and run pass patterns and be a be a threat and utilize out in the open and field. utilize yeah. that utilize that man that you're paying fifty million dollars yeah. a year to because most to defenses, get you the ball in open space right which can help which should ultimately help the running back himself. I mean, think of getting Derrick Henry. Um, six or eight yards out to the right behind the yeah. line of scrimmage and being able to dump the ball off to him in, in, in and maybe some type and of know delayed he's screen. Be covered. No, he's going to be covered by a linebacker who can't keep up with him. Yeah. and you know, if we've, seen that. we've seen and, that every time yeah. he's caught the ball. Yeah. I mean, he's taken it game. 70, if, huge. If yeah. he 70 can, yards if he can, multiple times. On if he part. can shake that first contact, if he can yeah. get through that first little bit where they're, they're chipping at his ankles, at his knees, trying to bring him down, if he can get through there – yeah, Derek is probably, and I don't know if they. Uh, I'm sure some st- statistics guys has done it, but I, I would, I would guess he's probably fifty fifty on touchdowns after that point. Oh, we've seen, his, we've seen his, it a lot. It's pretty much his like yards your, after contact are unbelievable. It's pretty much like you're yeah, handing the ball off to him, but you're bypassing the front seven. Yeah, yeah. You're just throwing it out to the side. It's, it's, running, a, it's it. running a sweep, and, but but putting him out there to start with. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what you have to do with the Titans because or. Because they they filled the box up, the run box up so much because we didn't have anybody that could stretch the field last year. Can't do it but anymore. I, but I tell D-hop, you, what, with, with D Hop coming in, and I and, and I think Burks is gonna. Oh, I, it, Burks, and Burks is gonna, and Kyle Fuller. I think he's gonna, he's gonna blossom this year. You're gonna see a break, not a. I don't know about breakout year. That's a that's a turn gets thrown around a lot. But you're gonna see big years out of both Tannehill and Henry. Because the pressure's taken off of them, because they've got so many. Now they've got four. Bi- they've got four viable receivers that can go sideline to sideline, 
and you can't just concentrate on Henry, you know, put nine guys in the box and say, okay, we'll cover everybody else with two people. No, now, now you're going to have to spread out because you got you got dangers out there, and now that gives Henry those running lanes. If, if we don't have another Todd Downing calling plays, you're going to see Henry <laughs> get at least 1,700 yards this season, improved offensive line, he won't be stacked up, and then you'll see both those guys on the outside, Hopkins and Burks, get between and 850 yards and 1,000. Didn't Hopkins play for the current – uh, OC, I think so. I think he played for. You know, I yeah, think that's I think one reason his, why he came. Yes, here he was did. Quarterback he coach or something. He absolutely yeah. did. Yeah. So uh, now you got an OC who knows what Hopkins they, can do. When he was at Houston, they played. They, yeah, they, they, they played. That's what I thought. He played. For uh, him. You got a, you got an OC who knows what Hopkins can do and how dangerous he can be, and knows how to use him a little bit more. I I, I really I, I'm getting excited by by what could by what could happen. Um, and, you know, the thing about it is the, the Titans are going to have to pick it up because um, because the Jacksonville Jaguars right. are. Yeah. And, and I'm just telling you, Easter Island uh, – what's his name? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence. Easter Island. Yeah. That guy, along with ATN, He's good. his running back. He's got a good one receiver court yeah. too. And their defense is, is pretty solid. And I'm just going to tell you right now, Jacksonville is going to be the one we don't. It's no longer Indianapolis, right? It's not right now. Right now, it's not Indianapolis. No, it won't be Indianapolis. But it is for a Jack. Long time. It is Jacksonville who we've who we've got to worry about. Um, Anthony Richardson's a bust. Now, some other positions just to go down. Let people and let our listeners and and for myself uh, understand uh, what the top positions are getting paid in the NFL. The top offensive lineman, Jer- Laramie Tunsil. Uh, from the Houston Texans, I believe he pay, played at Ole Miss um, under Hugh Freeze, who is going to crawl back and to Auburn and War <laughs> Eagle. You know, maybe he'll leave his maybe he'll leave his uh, one nine hundred. Yeah, Laramie bar, Tunsil had one nine hundred University a, burner phone back at Liberty University. That guy so. had a bad draft night. Uh, who Tunsil? Yeah, you see the guy that had the bong mask yes. on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he is now the highest paid offensive lineman at $25 million a year for an offensive lineman. Who'd have thought, huh, coach? He's um, not even that good. Cornerback is uh, Jair Alexander. Alexander for Green the Bay. Green Bay Packers. Uh, linebacker is Roquan, Roquan Smith, and he played at University of Georgia. He's making $20 million a year. Los Angeles Char, uh, Chargers, Derwin James is the highest paid safety at 19. New York Giants' Darren Waller, uh, who left the Raiders, is now the highest-paid tight end at $17 million. And like I said, the running back is McCaffrey at 16 Kicker Justin Tucker is at $6 million a year for a place kicker. Uh, fullback Kyle Juszczyk. San Francisco. Yes, $5.5 million. And punter Seattle Seahawks' Michael Dixon makes $3.7 million a year. And a long snapper, coach. Have you just been a long snapper? Hey, that's, you could have made that's your fastest one point to college and the NFL right now. One point six million. The long snappers just come into long snap, and they go back to the go back to Yeah. Okay, our show is over. Our hour is up. Thank you guys for joining us. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour for Big Lou, Coach Mike. I'm Drake. We're out of here, and we will see you on Thursday.